Plaskow. You may recognize me. I did this last year. And I have a message for you guys today. As we prepare for the Lent season, uh, I read the I will read the text, Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by the mouth of God. The devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple. Say to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written... <laughs> He will command his angels on your hands, and they will bear up to you, so that they. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so that they shall not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him again, "It is written, Do not put the Lord our God to test." Again, the devil took him to the very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and said to him, All these I will give to you if you fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and, on and serve only him. The devil left him, and suddenly angels came waiting on him. I thought this would go perfectly with scouts. In scouts... We are taught in the scout law to be reverent and have faith in the Lord and in oneself. But I know I feel this, and I imagine some of you feel this. It's hard to have faith in yourself, and it's especially hard to have faith in the Lord. I know this because on one of our more famous campouts, Trapper's Rendezvous, I'll give you a quick rundown in case you don't know. It's a camp out about where all these like thousands of kids from all these different troops and all these different states come to this one campground where, as the adults like to say, trade trash for trash. Or as I say, and other scouts might say it too, tre treasure for treasure. And we just have a bunch of fun meeting new people and seeing who gets the coolest stuff. And it was especially cold in January, if you don't remember. Just, just in case. It was, it, was, it was freezing. And on this camp out, I was talking all this big game before we went out to the campsite. I, I noticed one of my scout friends wasn't here, so I called him up. I was like, where are you, man? He's like, I'm coming for the day. I'm like, if you're going to go to Trappers, you got to go for all of it. He's like, I'm coming for the day. I'm like, okay, if you're just going to say that, <laughs> click. <laughs> <laughs> then we get out to trappers and the day comes where we all go out and start trading and guys I'm going to be level with you I was only out there for 25 minutes I was freezing I was out there shaking my it felt like my teeth were about to fall out I was shivering so much and I and this one guy took pity on me he gave me some hot chocolate I was like thank you I'm so cold and then I get back in the tent, and I felt defeated by the cold. 
I felt like I wanted to go home, and I would not go outside at all. Then I would have, then when I would have to go outside, I saw all these people having fun dealing with the cold. I thought I was the only one for a short moment of time, thinking I was the only one alone, bearing the cold. But no, there was all these other kids from all these different troops there with me, dealing with it. Now, that might have been a little colder than what Jesus felt, but I still felt alone. Another time, it was my first week-long camp out. It was up in South Dakota. Now, if you've never been to South Dakota, I can't recommend it enough. I was just barely a new scout, fresh into the troop, right off of the COVID year, so I'd barely been around the people, and I was thinking that I was ready to be alone for my parents. I was not. We get up there in South Dakota, and I'm going to... I'm going to tell you a quick story. I was so freaked out and paranoid this camp out that one night my phone died and I couldn't talk to my parents so I convinced myself in my head that they thought I was dead. So I'm running around the campsite like a chicken with its head cut off screaming. And then one adult leader like is like, Thatcher, do you want to call your, parent, your mom on my phone? It, it'll be okay, I swear. So I get to talk to my parents. They find out I'm not dead. All, all was well. And it felt like I was alone again in this new state that I've never been. And then we get back to Kansas. And when I think back on that trip, I think about all the people there supporting me, showing me kindness, showing me everything a scout should show another person, showing me that I wasn't alone. That really meant a lot for other people to show me, to take a second out of their day to reach their hand out and be like, it's going to be okay. Knowing that I wasn't alone, knowing that I wasn't the only one in South Dakota. (laughs) I know I might not have been walking the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, but I still felt alone. But I... And you guys are never alone, for Jesus is right there, and you are always able to lean on him, and he will give you hope and inspire you, just like those scouts' hope gave me hope and inspired me. I can only hope that I can show that same hope and gratitude to others in my troop and outside. I only hope I can do that for them. Thank you for your time. Hello, I am Grace Ord from Scout Troop 1736, and I'm a part of the all-girls troop here at the church. And some of you may know me from when I was born in 2008 and was here until 2012 when my mom was when my mom Kim Dickerson Ord was a pastor at Aldersgate. I enjoy coming to Scouts every Tuesday to see the people in the church, a community of people that have nurtured me for the first four years of my life 
And I will never forget the love and care that Aldersgate has shown me. Today, I would like to share about the many ways that having a community of people can help us through hard times. Now, anyone who has been to a week-long summer camp in the middle of summer probably knows that it can be very hard and drain your energy very fast. All the while, it is a blast. I was in that situation at last year's scout camp called Camp Rockefeller in Damascus, Arkansas. Camp Rockefeller was very hot, and I worked up a sweat quickly with all the walking that we did there. Most of the merit badges I signed up for were ones that I did alone. Merit badges are, award, are awards that scouts earn based on activities within a particular area of study. And if you've never seen merit badges before, this is my merit badge sash. I've had a lot of fun with them, you can't tell, throughout the years. Because I spent most of my education time without any other member of my troop, I was very excited to go back to the campsite afterwards and see all of the girls and chant and sing songs as we walked to the dining hall. We did the same thing as we waited for the flag ceremony. We pumped each other up through songs and chants. And our troop even won an award for being the troop with the most scout spirit. Being around the girls and having fun together lifted my spirits and made me more joyful than I would have been if it was just me by myself for a week. In scouting, we practice the patrol method with different roles that girls run for, roles that help us do our work together. We wouldn't have been able to have a, a successful summer camp if it were not for the leadership roles that the girls have had. If we did not have our senior patrol leader, we would have not been able to have gotten to our activities on time. If we did not have our assistant senior patrol leaders, we would have not had the extra support to attend those activities. If we did not have our quartermasters, our trailer full of supplies would have been a mess. And if, and if we did not have all the girls' positive attitudes, I know we would have not have had a good, successful summer camp. And the, the girls in our troop also give leadership back at home at other campouts and at our weekly meetings as well. There are many other leadership roles that all the girls have that contribute to our functions running smoothly. I invite you to think of a community that people, of people that you are in and how you all contribute to that function or community. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 to 20 and verse 26, Paul, excuse me, Paul writes to the people of Corinth, <coughs> for just as the body is one and, and has many members and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the spirit, we are all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free. And we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot would say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. That would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body. 
that would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Thus ends our reading. Amen. <laughs> 